Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to Ask the Experts on Talk 1370. Don't forget, you can catch up with past episodes anytime. Talk1370.com slash experts. And if you've got a question for any of our experts... Don't forget, you can email us, asktheexperts at talk1370.com. Joining us in the studio today, a returning guest from the law office of Shade Ogunbode. We're talking about real estate foreclosure. Shade herself is here. Shade Ogunbode, welcome to Ask the Experts. Thanks, Casey. Real estate foreclosure is our topic. And of course, you can visit Shade online, shadelegal.com. That's S-A-D-E legal.com. You can also call Sade directly, 512-693-7117. Let's get right into it, Sade. How soon can the mortgage company foreclose once I miss a payment? Because of all the requirements for notices to be sent out to the borrower, I would say between three to four months will be the soonest that the mortgage company would be able to um, actually schedule a foreclosure date. Um, that doesn't mean that you wouldn't be getting notices before then. And sometimes they, they'll wait a lot longer depending on your communication with them and also depending on the different mortgage companies. So some of them would wait about six months before they actually start sending out the first set of notices. Is it too late to stop the foreclosure once a sale date has been scheduled? It's not too late to stop the foreclosure uh, even when you already have a sale date the best thing is to get help right away. If you have a sale date, typically the sale date will be within 30 days or 60 days out. Uh, the requirement by law is that they send you a notice that's at least three weeks, so 21-day notice uh, before the foreclosure date. You have a lot of things you can do within that time frame. Even if you cannot raise the money to reinstate the loan, you can certainly talk to a lawyer uh, like myself, or um, talk to a realtor if you think you could sell the house, um, but you could stop it. And worst case scenario, we can always get a restraining order from the court if it's really, really a tight uh, time frame. If I'm going through this and the foreclosure's already happened, is it possible for me to recover any of the equity that I've got in my home that I've built up? Yes, that question comes up a lot uh, for people that didn't get any kind of legal intervention before the foreclosure sale happened. Um, and the answer is it depends on whether you do have equity in there or not. Sometimes you don't have any equity in there because of the price at which the, um, the, the, the property was sold at auction. If the price that it was sold is higher than the total amount that you owed at the time of the auction, then yes, you can get a lawyer to do it. You can try to do it yourself, but um, it's always nice to get a professional helping you. So we can look into that, do what we call an audit and have the lender account for all the funds that they got at the foreclosure sale. And then we'll figure out whether there's equity there to be collected for you. Is it possible to get my property back after the foreclosure sale? In Texas, there is really no legal redemption period on the regular uh, mortgage foreclosures. There is a redemption period on the tax foreclosures. 
which varies depending on whether um, whether it was a tax foreclosure or an HOA foreclosure. I mean, so those two different those two have a redemption period that allows you to go back and claim your property. You'll have to pay uh, penalties, um, you know, interest on top of what you already owed at the time, and um, also pay the pay back whatever the new person that bought it put into it. So that it's usually very costly to do a redemption for the mortgage foreclosure. So that those are the ones that are from private lenders or just regular mortgage companies. There is no redemption period, but we could still sometimes work out a reversal of the sale, which is very, very difficult, technically speaking. If I was just served with a foreclosure lawsuit, what are the steps that I need to take? I would say the first step when you get any lawsuit will be the same thing that you do when you get a foreclosure lawsuit, which is uh, don't panic too much, but look at that citation. There's a citation on the documents that tells you how many days you have to respond. It's usually the very top of the page that says citation, and it will tell you whether you have uh, 20 days, um, whether you have 38 days. It depends on the type of foreclosure that will determine how many days you have to respond. That is the first response you want to file with the court, um, and it's best to get help, legal help, to file that response because there are certain defenses that you waive if you don't put them in that first answer that you file. So we'll say go ahead and look at the citation. Definitely do a consultation with a lawyer. It's going to be worth it, especially with something that's um, such a big investment in your life. Uh, I think it's worth consulting with a lawyer and then maybe having that lawyer to help you answer it. We can also do the same for you if you're in our area uh, listening to this. And we typically just answer first and look at all the defenses you have. That'll be the first thing. And then later on, if you want to work out a settlement, then that's fine. Shade, here's a listener question we received. My spouse was the only one listed on the loan and just passed away. Is the lender able to foreclose in that situation? Uh, yes or no. So sometimes when the spouse is the borrower on the loan, that means that the other spouse that's surviving is not on the loan at all. They could be on the title, but not be on the loan for whatever reasons. So if the person that was on the loan passes away, uh, the lender usually doesn't know until you notify them. So I'll say the first thing is to notify the lender. I'm assuming you've already done that. If you already notify the lender, the lender should then be giving you different options um, that are available to you. They don't always tell you every single option. So you should know that you have the right usually to assume that loan, even if it's not an assumable mortgage. Um, sometimes the docu documents will say that it's not assumable, but because you're next in line, a very, very close kin, you are allowed to assume it if you fight for that right. Um, the other thing you could do is to explain to the lender what your intentions are. If you, if you intend to downsize, move out because of the memories in that house, um, you can let the lender know and they should be able to give you the time to make those decisions. Typically, they should be able to give you at least uh, a few months to sort out the estate of your deceased spouse. Um, this is assuming that you're making the mortgage payments. If you're not making the mortgage payments, they get impatient after a while. Uh, but you should still be able to negotiate for time at the very least, as long as you tell them your um, end game, uh, the, the end goal with that property. If you want to assume it, then you might have to bring your own finance into the table from a different lender, or you might have to qualify on your own with the same lender that your uh, deceased spouse was with, that the mortgage is with. Um, if that's not possible, then we're going to look at different options like uh, borrowing money from a, a relative or getting money from the estate of the deceased spouse to cover the mortgage payments for a while until you can sort out your finances um, and so on and so forth. But the airship documents alone should be able to 
buy you a lot of time so that the foreclosure doesn't happen. Our guest is attorney Shade Ogunbode. The law office of Shade Ogunbode focused on foreclosure defense on the web at shadelegal.com. That's S-A-D-E legal.com. 512-693-7117 is her phone number. Free consultation. If you find yourself in a problem facing real estate foreclosure, definitely give Shade a call. Allow her the chance to look at your situation and figure out your best path forward. We're going to take a break on Ask the Experts. When we come back, we'll dig into reverse mortgage issues just a little bit with our guest Shade Ogunbode. You're listening to Ask the Experts on Talk 1370. Nothing in this material should be construed as specific legal advice for your particular situation. For case-specific legal advice, please contact the law office directly. Please note also that most of the content is geared toward Texas state law. This material is provided as educational in nature, and no attorney-client relationship is construed. And welcome back to Talk 1370's Ask the Experts. Our guest today, we're talking real estate foreclosure with attorney Shade Ogunbode, the law office of Shade Ogunbode, online at shadelegal.com. That's S-A-D-E legal.com. You can also call Shade at 512-693-7117. Shade offers a free consultation. So definitely, if you find yourself in a case where you're facing real estate foreclosure, you're having trouble making your mortgage payments, explore your options. Talk to Sade. She'll guide you through the particulars of your situation and the best path forward. 512-693-7117 or SadeLegal.com. Sade, let's steer into reverse mortgages a little bit. Talk about just kind of a brief summary of what a reverse mortgage is. Sure. Um, the reverse mortgage it's a little bit different from the traditional mortgage in the sense that it's it's reversed because it goes um, against the equity of the home and the mortgage lender actually makes payments to the homeowner um, as opposed to the homeowner making monthly mortgage payments to the lender, which is typically the, the case. So with the reverse mortgages, the person that's going to be the borrower has to be at least 62 years old to qualify for this type of loan. And they have to have equity in the home, significant amount of equity usually. Um, and they have to be able to show that they can keep up with the property tax payments and the home insurance payments um, besides the loan that they're about to apply for. Um, and it has to be the primary residence as well. And the reverse mortgage will be um, taken out according to the lender's policies, but also depending on what the borrower wants. Sometimes it's a lump sum amount that's paid out to the homeowner based on, the again, the appraised value of the home as well as the equity that's in there. And sometimes it's monthly payments. If somebody elects to take it as a, a, as a line of credit, then they can draw on that line of credit monthly as they have medical bills or other expenses like travel expenses. You can use it for anything you want. Um, essentially. So that's how it would work. It, uh, it's a non-recourse loan so that however much I take out, it depends on the lender. It's insured by the federal mortgage insurance. Um, so if for whatever reason, I as the borrower would pass away and I'm, I'm not able to uh, pay the total amount on there, there is no recourse against my estate personally. 
So that's a reverse mortgage. So in that situation where the parent passes away and the child is now having to deal with it or the family, what options does the family have to avoid foreclosure on a reverse mortgage? Sure. Um, so on the on the reverse mortgages, the lender could still foreclose like any other mortgage. The only difference that I started getting into um, in the previous question is that the lender can only take the amount of the collateral. They can only take up to the collateral. So they can take the property away, which is essentially what a foreclosure is. Um, it's almost like a repossession. So they could do that. Uh, if the family wishes to avoid foreclosure, they have different options under the law. The law recently changed and says that the family has six months to make a decision and make their decision known to the reverse mortgage lender. So within that, those six months, most people can actually open a probate, um, start figuring out what money is there, whether the children or the spouse, the surviving spouse, do they want to keep the property? So they make a lot of decisions within that six-month period. If they still don't know 100% what they want to do within six months, um, they're allowed to extend that time period for 90 days. And not only can they extend it for 90 days, they can actually do that twice. So they essentially have a whole year, if you think about it, to make a decision as to what do we want to do. And no payment has to go out within that time period um, and the foreclosure is not going to happen. A lot of the times the reverse mortgage lenders will still try to move forward. But if you have a lawyer on your side that knows um, the law, typically the lawyer can stop all of that and continue to extend the time period. In that time, it's best to continue to do the probate that's needed or some sort out the airship matters and sort out the estate of the deceased so that you have some leverage when you're talking to the lender. Um, and so the options are almost the same as the other uh, types of mortgages. You could either keep the house and pay off the reverse mortgage, the balance of it. Um, the law says that the lender can get up to 95% of the balance of the reverse mortgage. So you could get you could offer them that and keep the property, or you could say, oh, we don't want the property at all, but we also don't want to pay the loan. So they take only the property because, remember, this is a non-recourse loan, so they cannot come back and ask for more, even if the property is worth less than what they gave to the deceased um, her, uh, borrower. So those are the options, and the third option is to keep it and continue to pay the reverse mortgage if the surviving heir qualifies as well. So you could also refinance it. So there are many different things. You could also give it back under the deed in lieu of foreclosure, which is the same as giving back the property and saying, we, we don't want to pay you anything, but you can have the property. Um, the, the options are various, and you should definitely do a consultation on that separately and then figure out what is the best way in your situation to move forward. And as you mentioned, you know, it, it, it's definitely a case where particularly with the passing of a parent, it may be a difficult situation, but one that you definitely need to make sure your legal options are covered. And that's one of the reasons you offer a free consultation. So if you find yourself in this situation or any kind of situation where you are having problems making a mortgage payment or facing foreclosure, call Sade, 512-693-7117. She'll give you that free consultation. She'll look at your specific situation and figure out the best path forward based on the situation that you're facing. The law office of Sade Ogenbode focused on real estate foreclosure issues on the web at SadeLegal.com, S-A-D-E legal.com. And again, 512-693-7117. Sade, let's talk about some of the uh, options to at least avoid getting to that situation. 
I'm asking my mortgage lender for a loan modification, but I'm denied. Do I have any recourse, any other options? Um, as far as the loan modification options, yes, you, you usually do have an appeal period. And the lender would tell you that in the denial letter if they've already put, put it in writing. And they sh- you should insist that they put it in writing so that you have not only the denial uh, written in written form, but you also have the reason for the denial. You cannot appeal it if you don't have it in writing why they denied you. And a lot of the times, the mortgage lenders, what we've seen is they will tell the borrower verbally over the phone and say, oh, you know, we didn't approve it. Well, you cannot appeal something that's not written, doesn't have a date to it, and doesn't have a reason to it. So you want to know all those things and then we'll suggest that you appeal. The period to appeal is usually within 14 days of the time of that letter. So make sure you send in an appeal if you need help with that. We can also help with that. Um, If you um, know how to do it yourself, some people are pretty savvy, uh, you could try that. But there are many ways to contest the denial first. And then you go to the next step. If the denial, uh, the the appeal is then denied, then we'll kick it into a different level as far as legal intervention. But the first step is to appeal. I'm sure a lot of people that are struggling with a mortgage or anything like that, they, they really just want to avoid a foreclosure. What are the options? Just kind of give us a summary of the different options that someone facing foreclosure has in their toolkit. Um, the options are varied, and I'll I'll offer the most common off options right now. Over you know on this show, um, most people that come to us and say, "Well, I would like to avoid foreclosure," they fall into two categories: the people that want to avoid foreclosure, but they cannot continue to make payments on the mortgage. So. Um, there's that economic factor where we have to look and say, is it economic, economically feasible for you to keep the home? Or do you want to downsize or sell? So that would be the first question, in my opinion. Um, if the answer is, well, it's not economically feasible, then we have to look at selling. Um, and you want to deal with a realtor and sell at your own pace and sell on the private market. So that also prevents foreclosure on your credit and it also gives you the best chance of getting the highest offer rather than doing it at a fire sale, which is what a foreclosure sale would be. The other options would be for the category of people that do have a chance to later uh, start making the mortgage payments again or if the mortgage payments were reduced a little bit, they could keep it up. So we'll look at a loan modification, which we, we actually just talked about. That is an option for people that are that have income coming in and they could manage their debts, right? So we would. there's no emergency there. It's just maybe a little bit of time needed to stabilize the income, uh, the um, disposable income. So we'll suggest a loan modification for those people uh, or a reinstatement if the funds are there. The reinstatement is essentially the amount that the mortgage is past due, um, nothing more. So we'll talk to the lender and say, well, give us a reinstatement quote and we'll want it to be Reinstatement quote, maybe 30 days out, maybe 60 days out to give you time to find the funds to reinstate. And then the normal mortgage payments will resume after that. Um, for the other people that want a, a modification on, on the reinstatement, which is essentially a payment plan, we could also try to work that out with the lender to get a payment plan so that the amounts that are back owed are spread over uh, a year or two and you then continue to make your normal monthly mortgage payments. Those are for people that maybe had a short break in income or went from a two-income family to a one-income family. Um, For other people, we could be looking at maybe doing a short sale, which 
I typically don't suggest. And the short sale is only when the market has shown that you've listed the property for a while and the market is not giving you how much you think it's worth. So maybe we need to now look at a short sale if the total amount owed is it's more than what people are offering you on the market. And the, we can work that out with a lender where you could do a short sale without owing the lender more than the, that amount. So even if the loan was higher than the amount that your offers are coming in, you want the lender to waive the rest because normally they have a deficiency. Uh, they could have a claim for deficiency against you. So those are some of the options. And then, of course, you can talk about getting a, a, an investor to assume the loan or a family member to assume the loan and you're, you're still in the house. Nobody knows that you're um, that anything has happened. So they assume the loan and re-rent it back to you, the house, and give you a period of time to buy back. So those are very creative things that we wouldn't be able to go into on this show, but different things you can do to save the home from foreclosure and still stay in the home. A lot of different options. And the, and the point is, I guess, the bottom line is, Call Sade for a free consultation to figure out your specific situation and the best path forward there. 512-693-7117, SadeLegal.com. That's S-A-D-E, legal.com. The law office of Sade Ogunbode, focused on real estate foreclosure. Sade, thanks so much for joining us on Ask the Experts today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. And if you've got a question for Sade for a future episode, don't forget you can email us at asktheexperts at talk1370.com. That does it for today. We'll see you next time right here on Talk 1370's Ask the Experts. Nothing in this material should be construed as specific legal advice for your particular situation. For case-specific legal advice, please contact the law office directly. Please note also that most of the content is geared toward Texas state law. This material is provided as educational in nature, and no attorney-client relationship is construed. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.